everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, a media company comprised of a website, podcast, mobile app, and a list of awesome divorce professionals. Today I want to talk about your broken heart. So If you're considering getting divorced or you're going through one or you're already divorced, chances are your heart is broken. It's completely understandable. Maybe now you're going through a divorce and you don't even care, but at some point your heart was broken. And if your heart is broken right now, I'm so sorry because that's like one of the worst feelings a person can have. And I I know it well. I've had a lot of heartache in relationships in my life, including my divorce. And to me, a broken heart kind of feels like a hollow kind of emptiness. It's awful. It's exhausting. It makes you angry. It's frustrating that you can't even get over it. And the worst one, it feels hopeless, like you can't even ever imagine being happy again. But I promise you, you will be happy again. So I want to help you deal with your broken heart. And I think I can do that by helping you understand and really come to grips with why your your heart is broken. So I'm not a therapist, but I spent enough time in therapy to know that this is kind of what they talk about. So they talk about understanding why you're hurting so much, being the key in healing quicker. And that's what I want to do today. So if you have a broken heart, I want you to ask yourself if it's one of these things that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to actually talk about five things. And let me know if any of them ring true and and make you think, yes, that's it. That's what's really, really bothering me. So here goes. Number one, you didn't want to see the signs of trouble that clearly were there. So this happens when we ignore red flags because we don't want to get out of the relationship because there's many other wonderful qualities that we love. So you just kind of turn your head the other way. Even when you knew it was bad behavior, You wanted this to work so badly that you made this deal with yourself that you would just put up with the bad stuff. Maybe because you didn't want to be divorced. Maybe it's a second marriage and you don't want to be divorced again. And maybe you just are too afraid to see anything. And if that's the reason why your heart is broken, because maybe you ignored these things for so long, think of it this way. Your broken heart won't last as long as you think because in your gut, you've kind of known for a long time this is coming. Number two, you're tired of being hurt, exhausted, actually. I think having a broken heart is completely exhausting. I remember sitting there in my therapist's office when I was going through a divorce, crying and saying, I can't take this anymore. I can't handle another broken heart. It's just too much. And she just looked at me and said, I I know it feels that way, but you're going to be fine. And I think going through a breakup just is really tiring because you're crying a lot. 
you're stressing so much and you're just feeling sad and that zaps energy out of you. I think you, you might be sleeping more than normal. You might just be zoning out. Maybe you can't focus on your work. So my advice for this is if you really feel like you can't eat, you can't sleep, you need to take some action. And what I mean by that is go to your therapist or call your doctor and think about getting on an antidepressant. Now, you will know in your gut if this is out of control. And the reason I'm saying this is I've been there before in my life. I've been on antidepressants and antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication, and it was a complete game changer in my quality of life. I wasn't on it forever. I was on it for like a year both times. I had situational depression, and sometimes a breakup can be situational depression. It can definitely cause that. So no shame in being on medication. But there are a lot of other ways to relieve the stress and the depression, like exercise and meditation and yoga and talk therapy. So you could do medication and these other things, both. Or you could just try the other things. But love yourself enough to get help if you really think you need to be on something because you can't snap out of this. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm talking about five things to understanding your broken heart that I think can help you heal quicker. We're going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to continue with number three on the list. I'll be right back. Are you thinking about mediating your divorce? If so, and if you live in Illinois or Wisconsin, I want to recommend a team of divorce mediators who I think can really help you. Ellen Feldman and Brian James have been working together since 2007. They're a team of divorce mediators. You see both of them in each session, even though you're only charged one rate. And I have known them for about 10 years. They are great. They're very passionate about what they do. They're smart and their goals are to get you divorced quickly and as inexpensively as they can. But they don't compromise quality to do that either. They care very deeply about all of their clients. I would highly recommend having a consult with them. You can find them at celandassociates.com or in the Trusted Partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to mention divorce attorney Anna Krolikowska, who's on Chicago's North Shore and who serves the state of Illinois. I've known Anna for at least 10 years, and I just think the world of her. She's a great person. She's really smart. She's been a divorce attorney for, I believe, 16 years. She's heavily into working with mediators to get you divorced. And she's also a collaborative divorce professional. So you can find Anna at AnnaKLaw.com or again in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. We are talking about understanding your broken heart, five things to keep in mind. I'm gonna move on to number three, which is You kept expecting him or her to change, which we all know is impossible. 
Have you ever tried to see the good in someone over and over and over again, and the person just never steps up? And every time that happens, it breaks your heart. You keep seeing these opportunities, expecting him or her to do something out of the ordinary, show you that he's a good person or she's a good person, show you that he or she has changed, and the person just never does. And when you think that way, it's exhausting, it's frustrating, it's sad, it's infuriating, it's depressing, and it will just keep breaking your heart over and over again. So what I'm saying to you is stop doing that to yourself. See the person for who they are. They are not going to change if they haven't changed by now. Now, you might get divorced and then hear that the person is blissfully happy in a new relationship and they're doing all the things that you wanted him to do when you were married, that will infuriate you like you wouldn't believe. But think of it this way. It's probably not going to last. Everyone's on their best behavior the first year or two of a relationship. And if it does last, then you can't control it. And you need to focus on your life and where you're going. The bottom line is he wouldn't change for you. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Number four, you were forcing things to be right when deep down you knew it wasn't a good fit. So I have been here a couple times in my life where I would meet someone and I would want it to work out so badly that I would convince myself and I would rationalize, oh, it's okay, it's going to change, it's because of this, it's fine. And then when your heart is broken, you finally realize that love is so much bigger than what you want and love is not in your hands all the time. And sometimes you have to just let it go if you know it's not a good fit. Even if you really love the person, you deserve to have it be perfect. Now, I'm not saying perfection, 100%, the person can't do anything wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you should expect to be happy 95 to 97% of the time with your spouse. And I remember a while back, I interviewed somebody who was like, oh, I think it's more like 70%. And I was like, no way. You deserve to be happy 95 to 97% of the time. Last one, number five. You really, 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 really loved them and that's it. And you just can't get over it. And I truly believe that you can love somebody with all your heart and sometimes it still doesn't work out. Maybe you loved him, but you just don't like him. Maybe it felt really right for you, but not for the other person. And who wants to be with somebody who doesn't love them back? That doesn't make sense. Maybe you loved him so much, but you just didn't trust him. Maybe you loved him but the person has an addiction or too big of a drinker for you or smokes pot every day or spends too much money or is too flirty with other women or you suspect he's cheating. So there are many, many reasons why you can break up even if you feel like the love was there. There are so many other factors that go into it. Remember that you deserve true love 
You deserve to have all those other things besides love that make a relationship happy and healthy. So my breakup advice is this. If you understand why you're hurting so much, why your heart is so broken, it's so much easier to see what really happened without romanticizing it or sugarcoating it. So I believe that when we're in relationships, we tend to break up with people and remember all of the good stuff. And in your mind, it's like you're watching a movie and you're doing this montage of where music's in the background and you remember going to the Billy Joel concert and going out for dinner at your favorite restaurants and lying in bed together and holding hands and kissing and you play that movie in your head. But because our minds automatically try to forget about the bad stuff because it's so painful, we don't think about the time where he turned his phone over because he got a text he didn't want you to see, or when you really, really didn't believe what he was doing, or the time he was really, really mean to you and you just chalked it up as, oh, he's having a bad day, he doesn't usually do that, or when he wasn't accepting of your children, anything. So what I'm saying is we always remember the good and we tend to try to block out the bad. And in closing, what I want to say about a broken heart is that having a broken heart is kind of like an oxymoron. And why do I say that? Because we continue to love again and again. And that would actually be impossible if our heart was broken, right? So love, I believe, is almost magical because when love truly happens, everything is easy. So I wrote an article once called, um, There Are No Buts in a Happy, Healthy Romantic Relationship. In other words, when somebody asks you, how's the new guy doing? You don't say, oh, he's good, but I don't know. I just am not sure. Or, oh, we're doing great, but he's just not looking for a job right now and he's been unemployed for a long time. Anything that starts with but is not a good thing and you deserve more. I remember one time I sat next to this guy on a plane. This must have been 20 years ago. And we started talking and we talked the whole flight and we were talking about my love life, which was like bad at the time. And the guy said to me, when you meet the right person, everything will just be easy. You won't have anything to talk about. It'll be almost boring when people ask you, you know, how's so-and-so? It'll just be like, he's great. Anyway, what else? And that's such a good way to look at it. So when you meet the person who won't break your heart, the relationship will just kind of flow. And the two of you will be on autopilot and it will quickly cause you to be grateful that you had all of your other broken hearts because if you didn't, you might not be where you are today with this guy. So I hope that happens for you. I hope this was helpful. I want you to stay hopeful and positive. You're a wonderful person and you deserve a happy, healthy, normal relationship. And that doesn't mean that it isn't going to be exciting and you're going to be ripping each other's clothes off. It, you can still be that way and have it be happy and healthy and 
like the person and enjoy the person. And I promise you, it's available to you if you make good decisions, trust your gut, and if you like yourself and you, that if you feel like you deserve it. And you do. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you want to listen to more podcasts or read articles or find my list of trusted divorce professionals, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. I really appreciate your listening and we'll talk to you real soon.